Baruch Haba, once again, viewers, uh, thank you again for joining us on this, our 34th, oh well, it's a Genesis <laughs> podcast, somewhere in the 30s. Uh, <laughs> it's like birthdays. Once you get past the 21s, and yeah, yeah it's, it's whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter sure. as much. <laughs> uh, we just know we're here, and hopefully you want to be here. Otherwise, why are you clicking in? I don't know. But, oh, now we know why you're clicking in. Say hi to Clippy. Cats on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, as always, I'm Scott. And I'm Brad. And this is Clippy. And this is not about us. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, today we're going to be in Genesis 6, 11 through 13. But before we get into that, uh, Brad, if you could please invite the one in that hopefully we will be talking about and and listening to today absolutely yahweh yeshua spirit thank you thank you for this time yes thank, thank you. you for podcast night thank you for thank you for everything as always we come before you here to to study genesis and our origins and what our relationship with like with you look like Thanks. there at the beginning but we we can't do this as, as always we we're just two bumbling fools trying to figure all this stuff out we can't do it yeah. we need you and because because you are you and you love us and you want us to be in that relationship with you. You want you want to show who you are to us and to our listeners and to any who search. Will you help us right now, right here, guide us to the things that you want us to know, to understand? Let us see the truth of who you are and what all of this is really about. We know it's about you, but help us fill in a little bit more. As always, we love you, we appreciate you, we welcome you here, and we, we, we do. We just, we love you so much that we want this time together and we want to share it with everyone. So please, be the invited guest. Thank you. Amen. Yes. Oh, amen. Thank you. All right. Well, hallelujah. So, like I said, we're on Genesis 6. 11 through 13 today. And as always, I read from the Hebraic Roots Version, unless I specify otherwise. I'm just going to read it through once. And uh, then we'll go back and pick up some, some of the pieces here. Uh, again, Hebraic Roots Version. And the earth was corrupt before Elohim. And the earth was filled with violence. And Elohim saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. And Elohim said unto Noach, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. So, there's a lot to uh, break down here, but I even, uh, it was a few months ago, but I was going over this verse with my son, or actually it was my son who brought this up, uh, uh, among other things, and he mentioned it the same way, I think, Brad, you probably, when you uh, first heard this verse, when you think about these verses uh, right here in Genesis, the way I thought about them, you get the idea that God is saying mankind has just become so sinful in all of his ways. Sin has grown to the point where I'm, I've just got to, uh, I've just got to end it. You know, I've got to take care of this. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to destroy them uh, along with the whole earth. Uh, for for the 
for sin reaching the level that it has. Uh, it, would you generally think that that's, that's how we think about this? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Definitely how I thought about it for many years. And that's not wrong. That's, that I'm, I'm not saying that I'm about to say, oh, we had it totally messed up and that has nothing to do with it. No, I definitely believe that is an accurate piece of what's going on here. But there is so much more. Uh, and as I get into this, we'll go over each and every piece. But that's what I'm going to start with here. I'm just going to take one piece at a time, kind of connect them at the ends to where I'm going with this. But first of all, something that jumped out at me is it says all flesh had corrupted their way. All flesh. It does not say humanity. Mm -hmm. It does not say mankind. All flesh. So this is referring to animals of every kind. So, you know, mammals, lizards, birds, fish, insects, arachnids, you know, whatever. It's all flesh had corrupted their way. And, and, and it says right here, Elohim saw the earth, behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. And, and he goes on, and, and Yahweh says, the end of all flesh, all flesh, again, the end of all flesh is come before me. So he's specifically not referring to humanity here. He is not singling out mankind. Right. So that made me think, how can this be a reference to sin if we're talking about insects and fish and birds, did they, because it says all flesh had corrupted their way. It didn't say humanity, you know, corrupted, corrupted their way and therefore everything suffers. It says all flesh has been corrupted here. Are, are the animals sinning? No. But... So, so that was that that jumped out at me. That's a piece of this, and because again, it's all flesh had corrupted their way. So, I mean, there's something that that's going on with them that they're they're a part of here, essentially. Yeah, whatever perfect system God had in plan, all flesh, all even the animals uh -huh. are not doing it the perfect way God had planned for them. Something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Something is is gumming up the gears. Yeah, and additionally. <laughs> And the earth was corrupt. Right. So again, if this is if this verse is talking about sin had gotten to this level and humanity had just grown perverted and more destructive and, and yada yada all of that, uh, and 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 gotten to this point, how is how is the earth doing it? Can can the rocks or the mountains or the rivers sin? Can they consciously make a decision? to to reject God in yeah. any way. But, and yet he's saying, God says the earth was corrupt and, and the earth was filled with violence. So we're not saying the earth is committing violence. It was just filled with it. Right. But he saw the earth, behold, it was corrupt. The earth was corrupt and all flesh had corrupted their way. So if this is specifically and only talking about sin actively working, how can the mountain sin? How can the eagle sin? How you know, the rock, you know, in your front yard, is it committing sin? Is it is it even possible for it to have a conscious thought? You know, I mean, obviously no. Right. But so it made me think, what's really going on here? Uh, I'm not saying sin isn't a part of it and sin isn't affecting the earth and the animals, but this is saying the flesh had corrupted their way. So it can't mean they're sinning. Yeah, so it could be that, kind of what I just spoke about too, it could be that sin is a cause, mm -hmm. 
but the but the actual problem here is that that it, it's broken. Sin may have been the cause that started it, but because of that, everything is now broken. It's not performing the way God had in, had wanted it to. Yes. Uh, sin very definitely has a place here right. that has happened because of mankind, because of the fallen angels that we've talked about before. Uh, sin and opposition to God is taking effect on the earth, but God very specifically points out here, the earth is corrupt. Mm-hmm. And all flesh had corrupted their way. If we're talking about active sin, they're not actively sinning, and yet there's there's a penalty here. There, God is recognizing they are corrupt. So if corrupt is synonymous with sin, uh, well, that, that can't be because the mountains are not sinning. Uh, so the mountains being corrupt can't mean the mountains are sinners. Right. You know, you see what I'm going with that? Yeah, and actually, this may not be... I guess I'm I'm feeling kind of dumb right now, because <laughs> in in my version, which is very similar to a Hebraic root version, uh, but you know it says I'm going to destroy them from the earth. Yours clearly said with the earth. Mm-hmm. So God is going to take this broken earth that we've allowed to become broken through sin or whatever, whatever's happened. Right. It's it's not working. He's going to use that. To make it work properly again. Right. Is what I'm seeing in my head. But I always had this wrong. I never made that connection. He's going to use the earth. I always saw it as I'm going to destroy them from. I'm taking them from something. I'm mm-hmm. destroying them from the face of the earth. I never, I, did, I never really, until this moment, didn't put two and two together that he's literally saying, no, no, I'm using the earth to fix the problem. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm, I, I, I mean, we know it. what's coming. The flood is coming. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I was thinking about that when he says the earth was corrupt. That means the ball, the globe that we're on. It means every rock. It means the rivers. It means the water, you know, included as part of that. The, the, the rains that were going to come, he's going to use the very globe itself. He's going to use the very resources to, to cleanse this, to, to fix it, to, right. um, to purify, essentially. This, this is, I'm skipping ahead here, but this, it's a picture of baptism that's going to happen here. Well, absolutely. And it's making me wonder how much more than, we were so focused on just the flood itself, but how much more did the earth change? And how much did he use the, the, just the whole mm-hmm. globe, the whole earth itself in this moment? We just get so focused on the fact that there was the flood but mm-hmm. what other things happened? What uh, what other things did the earth do? The earth shift? Did it didn't move? Did the mountains peak up? Did the you know yeah. what other crazy things happened during this time? That but we're so focused on just the, the flood part of it, we're not seeing mm-hmm. that there was a whole other situation going on. Just with that one difference of word, I'm suddenly yeah. suddenly and, having my world. And I like here. that too because I'm actually going to back up a little bit here. That that is. I appreciate that because mine says I will destroy them with the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when I read that, I did get the idea here that he's talking about, I'm going to destroy the earth. I mean, and we think about the flood being a ca- catastrophe to the entire planet. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's going to destroy all flesh, but he's, he's changing the fundamental, the, the planet itself as well with that statement. But yours says... I'm going to destroy them from the earth. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that because as we went, as we were uh, going on beforehand in in previous verses, uh, where God says that, sorry, I've got to find it here. Oh boy. Where am I? You're at my place. <laughs> that joke never gets old. <laughs> Maybe to you. <laughs> but where God said he was going to... Repented Yahweh, he had made man on the earth, and it 
grieved him at his heart. Uh, sorry, I don't I have verses in different places in here, and then all of my text is around it, so I have to skip to where the verses are. I will blot out, I will blot out man whom I have created. And we talked about that was, you know, we tend to think of that as God going, oh, I'll crush him. Oh, I'm so sick of him. Right. Um, but in in that podcast, we talked about how that was actually mercy. Uh, that word blot out, um, which is, the King James Version and Bible Hub translated destroy, um, also has the meanings of uh to touch or to reach out to. It also has meanings of to smooth as with oil. And uh, we talked about how that went in line with God uh, reaching out. And, and the destruction and the blot out was not designed to destroy us. It was designed to destroy the sin, destroy the 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 enemy's hand on us that was trying to 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 wipe us out right he's destroying that in order to save us and now here we have i like when you just mentioned your your translation saying i will destroy them from the earth i got a picture in that that he's saying um, I'm going to, you know, like like remove a virus from the body. I'm going to destroy the invading evil, and I'm going to pull it out and leave whole the thing left behind. Right. So, I think uh, both interpretations have their place, and and I appreciate uh, that you brought that up. But now, so I wanted to bring up that one point. If all flesh had corrupted their way. And if the earth was corrupt, is this talking about specifically the sin of the, 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 the elements at work here? Well, obviously not. You know, we talked about the, the rocks aren't sinning. Right. You know, so what is happening? They're corrupt, but corrupt cannot, uh, be completely synonymous with sin. So what is really happening? Another thing that jumped out at me is these words and. Uh, because it says, and the earth was corrupt before Elohim, and the earth was filled with violence. The King James Version says, the earth also was corrupt, which means there's something that preceded this that this is attaching to. And statement is a, uh, in addition to what we just said, here's something else. Right. So what was just said? And this is, this comes back to the fact that we cannot take individual Bible verses and pull them out of context and isolate them and say, there's one thing that was said. And we're just going to, we're just going to say, that's all that matters. We have to constantly remember to Keep it in context with everything else that's happened in the story and in, and in the entire Bible. But, so it, it made me wonder, okay, the earth also was corrupt and the earth was corrupt. Uh, so what's it talking about beforehand? In other words, okay, the earth also was corrupt so is it saying, did it, did it previously talk about the earth and, and elements of the earth, and now it's adding corruption to that? The earth also was corrupt in addition to what we just talked about, or was it talking about corruption before that, and it's throwing the earth in as an and? So in other words, these things were corrupt, and the earth also uh, became corrupt. And so I went backwards, and when you read when you reread uh, Genesis 6 up to this point what do we have we have the story of the fallen angels we have the story of them coming down and corrupting mm -hmm. the seed of mankind uh, with their own they took women as wives and what they produced was not human it was leading it was, man astray it was Nephilim yeah right so what we have is a corruption 
of the genetic line of man. And this adds in, and the earth was corrupt. So it's, it's tying that in as an end state. It's saying mankind got corrupted, but it continued on. Everything else around him got corrupted as well. So it's making an and statement. Okay, we read, you know, angel, fallen angels come, they corrupt the line of man. And the earth, so in other words, what I'm seeing here is the earth is being corrupted in the same manner as what we've just talked about. Well, it makes me wonder if we were using even the resources of the earth for purposes that God did not want us to. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was with, the, with Cooney in that conversation. We briefly talked about that, about how some of the resources, we might be surprised someday to find out that God had had a different mind for their use than, than what we use them for. Mm -hmm. So it makes you wonder if what right here, some of that too, is we're corrupting, we're, we're, we're corrupting even the earth's resources that God had put in place for us to use yeah. for a more divine purpose, but now we're using them to make our weapons, to lead to wars, to, you know, who knows what. To, exactly, who knows what. Uh, uh, just how many, how many things have we invented that are poisonous or destructive or, you know, that, that we pulled out of, you know, materials, atoms, resources, and, and reshaped them into something that, that God didn't want them used in that way. But more than that, it's also all flesh. Be, uh, the earth was corrupt for, for, or because all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. So again, we have this connection. We have an and statement connecting this to what had just happened. So in the same way, the sons of Elohim corrupted the line of man. Now we have all flesh, the earth, it's being corrupted in like manner. Yeah. So, we need to remember these all go together. This is one story being told. He didn't just stop the story and it's like, okay, now we're telling something else. We're completely separated. We started over. No, this is all part of the same story. So I went back to the word corrupt. Corrupt. Strong's Concordance, number 7843. And hopefully it's pronounced shock half. Uh, again, don't speak fluent Israeli, so Hebrew. Uh, very much apologize if I'm mispronouncing these. But it uh, looks like it's pronounced shock half. And it means to decay. So when it talks about the earth being corrupted, all flesh had corrupted, uh, the direct translation is it's decaying. So it's not, its original form is, is breaking apart. It, it's, it's falling away, so to speak. But in other words, causatively, it means to ruin. But literally or figuratively, it can be interpreted corrupt, but it can also be interpreted destroy, mar, or lose. Mm -hmm. So all of the earth and all flesh on the earth was decaying. It was, it was being marred from its original picture. It was losing something. So now this is very interesting. The word picture for Shawkath, Sheen, Kate, Tav. The interpretation that jumped out at me was destroy the protection of the covenant. Now, we know from, from earlier in Genesis, uh, when man fell and God comes down and says, okay, you've messed up, he immediately gives a prophecy when he says, uh, man, uh, the serpent is going to bruise the heel of man, but man is going to crush the head of the serpent. 
Satan understood right off the bat that God was talking about a Messiah that was going to come and destroy him. And Satan's plan ever since then has been to stop this Messiah from coming. And in this picture, we see mankind, the, the, the lineage of mankind, the seed of man is becoming corrupted. It's decaying. It's losing its connection with God. It's becoming marred. Humanity is becoming destroyed. Uh, we saw this in the Nephilim. We also saw in, in other verses, uh, oh, I should have brought them up again, but we've already talked about them in other podcasts, in Jude and in First Peter, uh, where they talked about, I, I think it was Jude, uh, the verses we mentioned in previous podcasts that were talking about uh, comparing uh, uh, Lot and, and Sodom and Gomorrah to the angels that had fallen. Right. And, and just like Sodom and Gomorrah, the angels that had fallen, went after all flesh, all, man, all manner of strange flesh, flesh mm -hmm. they pointed out. And so we saw that the, and we talked about at that time, the angels that had fallen fell to their lusts. And since they had left God and now they were slaves to their lust and they were obeying that, they would have gone after all manner of flesh. Right. Is that what's going on? Is that what this is explaining? The earth and all flesh have become corrupted. Is, again, and the earth had become corrupted. So just like what had become corrupted previously, what did we see? We saw the angels coming unto the women, corrupting their line genetically. They're actually changing the, the, the genetic code of humanity into something else, and we get the Nephilim. Is this another picture that they're doing the same thing? Uh, again, I had this conversation with my son a few months ago. He says, I read this, and I'm not getting, I'm not understanding how people are thinking that genetic manipulation was going on. All I see is the earth was sinning, and people were very violent to each other. Right. But in the words we're using, is there a deeper level to it where we are supposed to see this genetic manipulation happening and the very seed of man is becoming corrupted, is decaying? Again, it can't specifically refer to sin because the earth isn't sinning. The animals aren't sinning. They are becoming corrupted so what does corruption mean if not sin? I think it has to do, again, we got to keep the whole story together. And we've just seen uh, the angels are genetically manipulating man and corrupting that line. And now it just says, and the earth is corrupted in like manner. So I think we're talking about a genetic manipulation going on where their lusts have taken over and it's polluting everything God has made. And, and uh, Jesus himself said the end days will be like the days of Noah. And I see a comparison to things that are happening in modern times. I do. We, we, see, the, we see the manipulation of the genetic code. We see, uh, I won't go into too many different things here, but um, people chase after whatever they want. Yeah. Um, you know, now it's a, a common... A common phrase is love is love, and mm -hmm. uh, that can now include pretty much anything you want. Um, nothing's really sacred anymore. Um, so you have you have the scientific people working in and, and messing around with genetics, but then you also have people just going what after whatever lust they want. Yeah. Um, same sex, different sex, um, older, younger. I, I mean it's animals some places in the world i hear uh that you know that they're allowing certain animal relationships they're allowing uh in certain asian communities they're allowing people to marry a pillow mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it's like it, it's just whatever whatever you want it's, it's right it's totally fine um and 
So I, I see that comparison going on there too. And 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 I see Adam, you know, is this is this perfectly pure um, human being. And even if there wasn't even if there wasn't an outside influence on that, you still if you take a prime copy of something and you copy it and copy it and copy it and copy it, just naturally it's gonna get more and more faded or more and less pure decayed mm -hmm, exactly corrupted so even <laughs> if you didn't have those outside influences which i do think those are that's definitely a plot going on there i, I think we can i think we can safely say satan knows man is going to be the, the 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 son of man will be his downfall this messiah is going to be his downfall and so i will manipulate that human genetic code and make mm -hmm. it mine um, I will do whatever I yeah. can to stop that from happening. Because if he can take uh, the race of mankind and eliminate humanity from it, mm -hmm. then the Messiah can't come. Because mm -hmm. the Messiah has to come as a man. How can he come as a man if mankind is no more? Yep. And I think, I think in particular that's why um, um, Israelites, the Jewish population, I think they are hated and targeted because... You know, Satan knows that 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 line was was God's chosen people. That those people are enemy number one to him. Uh, you know, so I, I, it's all clear. You can you can see it. You can see the comparisons. I totally am in agreement that there okay. was. Now another point to make uh, along this, and this is real. This is really where I'm going with this the whole time. Is 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 this a picture of genetic manipulation? Um, there's a lot more to it. Uh, don't get me wrong, but but this is th this is what was on my heart through this for the most part, and it was jumping out to me. But Genesis six nine through ten talks about Noah, and it talks about in the Hebraic roots version it says he's wholehearted, and the the King James version says he was perfect. Mm -hmm. And when we got into the Hebrew, you know, we talked about it last Genesis podcast about what that means and where it comes from. But how could Noah have been called perfect before God mm -hmm. when all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God? So he was obviously not spiritually perfect. Right. Uh, so, so... Some have pointed out that this is another piece of evidence that when it talks about Noah being perfect, uh, that it was referring to genetically. That, you know, Satan was trying to manipulate the line of man, but Noah and his seed and the line uh, that the Messiah would come through had not allowed that to happen. And his seed and his line were still perfectly genetically human. Yep. Uh, it's just one other piece to throw onto all of this as a possibility, uh, because I do think there's more to that uh, when it talks about wholehearted and perfect. Just like Abraham was considered righteous before God, uh, he had sinned, uh, and there are many times in the scriptures where God talks about Israel, his beloved, being perfect. I said, well, they had obviously screwed up so many times, and there there is some wordplay just talking about how uh, his love for them ignores the sin. Uh, and and he sees how the Messiah has, even though Messiah hasn't come yet, God knows the whole plan and recognizes Abraham was considered righteous, even though he was a sinner, because he obeyed, because he believed, because he was saying, God, I'll follow you. I will do what you want. He was screwing up, you know, several times, but so there's a part of that here too, Noah being called perfect. And we also talked about last time him being a picture of Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, of Yeshua, who is who was perfect. And, and that's another reason. But I do want to bring it up that some people have pointed out, and it could be true, that when it talks about Noah being perfect, it's talking about his genetic purity and that he was still fully human. Right. Unlike the bulk of the the people around him. So just something to consider. Now, there's something else I want to point out here too that I thought was really cool. When we're talking about Satan trying to manipulate uh, 
the line of man and corrupt it, get in and destroy it, rip it apart so a uh, savior couldn't come. Right. Our substitute could not come, right? Shawkath, the word for corruption. Kit is the middle letter. And kit on its own means separation. And what does it come between? Sheen and Tav, that if they were a word together, it would make the name Shaith, which means our substitution. <laughs> so I just thought that was interesting. Kaith divides, comes right between our substitution and it's, it's trying, it's making, it, it means separation. And it's trying to separate us from our substitution. It's trying to wedge itself in between right. and rip it apart. Oh, that's interesting. I just thought that was fascinating right there. Now, also, violence. I looked up this word violence because that's a big part of this. The earth was corrupt before Elohim and the earth was filled with violence. Uh, so again, it's an and statement. So this and the earth was filled with violence means that this is additional to what we were just talking about. Uh, and Elohim saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. And Elohim said unto Noach, The end of all flesh has come before me, because, for, the earth is filled with violence through them. So, violence. Where does this come from? It's Strong's Concordance 2555, and it's pronounced Kamos. And it means violence. So again, I like it when that happens. <laughs> violence means violence. We've, we've got a pretty clear one-to-one -one relationship there. But it goes on to say, by implication, it also means wrong. So it's just, it's just wrong. Um, it can also mean unjust gain. It can mean cruelty, damage, or false. So now, I thought about this. Well, first, let me go back. The word picture uh, for violence, kamas, ket mem sade. The interpretation I came up with was separated by the chaos of desire. Now, this is why that's important, is because this is an and statement. And the earth was filled with violence. So what was going on before this? Because violence is not mentioned in the story before this. Um, the sons of Elohim come down unto the daughters of, women, the daughters of men. They take them wives and they produce uh, an unholy seed, uh, uh, the Nephilim. So what's happening before this is selfish lusts. The, the sons of Elohim said, wow, that's... You know, that's beautiful, that's hot, that's sexy, we want it. God has said one thing, we turn away from him, we'd rather have this. We're going to follow ourselves, We're gonna, our selfish lusts are going to rule. So when they give in to the selfish lust, what does it lead to? Violence. So it produces violence on the earth. Yeah. So... What do we have as an inter interpretation I came up with was separated by the chaos of desire. So they had desire. The, the, the angels uh, had desire for the women. They followed after that desire, creating chaos, separating them from God. That led to violence. Well, and that makes sense because... You know, uh, if you covet something, if you desire something, mm -hmm. and someone else has it, yeah, you get to a point where you want it bad enough. Violence happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can, I can see we got wars going on here because they have more than us, or they have the more attractive yep. women, or they have the more, you know, whatever natural resources, mm -hmm. whatever. But we want it. Yeah, it makes total sense. So and. The earth is filled with violence. Yes, it's it's not filled with violence beforehand. This becomes an addition to once we follow our selfish lust, it goes hand in hand. Then, you know, 
we're not abiding by God's principles. We're not abiding within God's love. We become focused on our own selfish desires and we're going to do whatever it takes to keep it or to get more. And violence ensues. I like how simplified this is in my head right now. We, we've, we've learned previously, I, I still love this, that when God said things were, were good, that meant that it was functioning correctly. Yes. So you either have it functions correctly or it's wrong. Yeah. There's no middle ground here. It functions correctly or it's wrong. I'm glad you brought that up here too because, yeah, when it was corrupt, the other, you know, another meaning was it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It's just, it's not functioning correctly. It's just simply wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, everything is right. You know, corrupt, everything is wrong. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. If you, uh, on that level, yeah. So then, the last thing I looked at was this word before. Because God says, um, and Elohim said unto Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me. So, we know this word. We've said, we, this word has come up many times and it's panim. Now, I know your brain is going like, I know I recognize that word. Do you remember what it is? Because we, we've done this word like three, four, five times by now. Uh, You're going to say it. I'm going to go, yep. Mm-hmm. It's face. Okay, yes. Panim. Oh my gosh. This is, this is one that comes up continually. So what he was saying is, it's come before me. He's saying the end of all flesh is before, is it in my face? In other words, uh, it's like this, this the, the evil of mankind, the evil of the earth, the corruption that has been caused is just, it's flying in the face of God. It's, it is so brazen uh, that it's just, it's just right before him. And just, it's basically think about it as, the way I think about it is that the demons and the evil ones just going, come on, God, what you going to do? I mean, they're not even hiding it. They're right in his face with it. And this is what God's saying. He said, uh, it's, they've brought all of this death. They have brought uh, the end of all flesh is come before me. So essentially what he's saying is they are trying, uh, the enemy's plan is to bring this right in my face so I have to recognize it. Uh, And so he's going to destroy, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Through who? Through them. Now, the end of all flesh has come... Elohim said unto Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Now in one sense, he's talking about all flesh. The end of all flesh, this is is the surface reading, which is correct. Uh, The end of all flesh is come before me because the earth is filled with violence through them. So that because of all flesh is so messed up, that the earth is filled with violence because of what they're doing, so I'm going to have to destroy it, which is what he did. He sends a flood, he destroys all flesh, except for what was saved in the ark. All flesh is destroyed. But let's connect it to the previous part of the story and see this, again, not as an isolated sound bite, but as part of this whole story. The angels come, they corrupt mankind, they create a false, a decaying seed, they began to corrupt the whole earth with their, their lustful uh, uh, selfishness. Violence ensues, and God says, the end of all flesh is in my face. They are rubbing this in my face. They are bringing this right before me with their brazen attitudes, their, their, their I don't care at all what you think, I'm sticking this right in your face. And the earth is filled with violence through them. Through the ones who did this in the first place. And when we see it that way, 
I will destroy them with the earth. The focus is on those who brought this here, Mm -hmm. not on us. He's not talking about, uh, I'm going to destroy that evil mankind that I hate so much for what they've done. Again, we're going back to uh, the end of all flesh. They're bringing it. They're, they're trying to get me to hate it. They're trying. They're bringing it right in my face, and the earth is filled with violence because they brought it, and I am going to destroy them with the earth. Again, I see this as a picture of the salvation of mankind. Right. He's destroying the effects that this sin has brought. And he destroys most of humanity, what, 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 we, can call, what we think of as humanity, this perverted, twisted, uh, genetically impure thing. Uh, he's destroying the effects that is created on his, his creation, uh, his planet, his, his animal life. All, everything has been twisted and destroyed. And he says, let's take what's pure that's left, let's put it on the ark, let's protect it, and let's wipe everything else out. And let's restart, and let's save humanity. Let's save my creation. Let's save the planet from this disease that's overrun it. This is not a violent, uh, resentful, murderous God saying, how dare you, mankind? I'm so sick of what you've done. I'm going to crush you. This is God holding him protect, holding us protected in his hand and saying, let's destroy that which is threatening you. This is, uh, this is not from Scripture. It's just a theory, and I tend to agree with most of this theory, but um, there's a suggestion that during this time... They were on the earth. They were running wild. After the flood, these now became like the demons and the ghosts and the spirits and those kind of things that we that we now have after after their physical bodies have been destroyed from the earth. And I find this just interesting. Uh, you you were like we're in his face. Uh, we're taunting him. You know what you gonna do, God? What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Well, later when Jesus walks and he encounters demon-possessed individuals, they're scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're scared of him. They know who he is, and they are scared. And it just makes me think, you know, here they are. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And then fast forward, you know, a few thousand <laughs> years later, uh, and it's like, oh, no, 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 don't do it again. Don't, you know. Yeah. We know what you can do now, you know. It just t- totally non-scripture based but just that image of, of them I get it being no. humbled and taught uh-huh. you know I, I just think I thought that was pretty cool now that is I like that picture because um, even if it's not you say it's not scripturally based well there's you know we're getting pieces of script. this happened in scripture right you're just kind of saying maybe why did it happen mm-hmm. well, was this part of the reason is, is them going you know, hey, God, I'm right here. What you going to do? Oh, that's what you're going to do. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and, I like and, that picture. And now here. they know uh, for sure what he's capable of, and now they're afraid. Now, the word picture for Panim, we've done this several times before in other podcasts, but it came up with something else because of this particular context and this story right here, and that I came up with the entrance to the throne is revealed. And why I found that particular importance, because in his face, in his presence, the entrance to the throne is revealed. So what is Satan trying to do with all of this? With the corruption, with the violence, he's trying to put a wedge in there. He's trying to keep the entrance to the throne from being revealed to us. Uh, That's his whole plan. He wants this. He wants the violence. He wants the corruption. He wants that in the face of God. So we can't see the face of God. That If that's blocking the way, if that is right there in the face of God, then that's what we see instead of the entrance to the throne. 
Yep. So that's why it jumped out at me that way. Well, and that makes a lot of sense. People ask, well, if God, why violence? If God, why war? If God, why did this happen to somebody I know? You know. Uh -huh. Well, it's because there is a there is a plot from the enemy as well, yeah. trying to keep us. That makes perfect sense to me. That's an interesting point. So that's pretty much all I had for this time. Any other thoughts or ideas about what was going on here? Uh, and again, I kind of had this focus. I, I, I've been... It started kind of because my son... I think I've got to focus on this because my son and I were going into this. Some of the thoughts from other people about how there's genetic manipulation going on in Noah's time and it's going to happen now and it is happening now the transhumanists are on the move and and they're they, they've got a plan and they've been working on it secretly for years uh but it's it's slowly sure but surely coming to fruition and they're they're working on their plan i think that is part of what's being talked about when it says the last days are going to be just like the days of noah and, and my son was saying, you know, I don't see it. Where is this genetic manipulation you're talking about that's going on? Um, and that's part of why these were jumping out to me in this way is uh, in response to that. I was like, I was seeing it happen here uh, mm -hmm. in, in what we've been talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I know there's a lot more to this. That was just what was on my heart at this time. And that's just one yeah. aspect of it too. I mean, exactly. we could dive into... The comparisons of then and now and we can see a hundred comparisons yeah uh you know that that can really cement this idea that we are in those last days because they're yeah. like the days of noah um and you know there's and of course there's plots and all sorts of stuff going on but um I, we, you didn't watch mm -hmm. the same video i did but they're kind of behind schedule on some of the things that they wanted to do because by 2020 they already had some crazy ideas of Mm -hmm. of um you know even just like digital avatars and and trying to get basically yeah. trying to turn us into to only mindful creatures and not soulful creatures which you know that's a scary thought yes and, you know but anyway it is happening um just because it's not in our face not just <laughs> because it's not in <laughs> our faces doesn't mean that it's not happening and god is fully aware that it is right and uh you know, it's going to get to a point where he's going to have to show once again what he's going to do to answer it. And yep. So hallelujah for that day. <laughs> but good place to wrap it up. I think so. I, I, I will just make this comment real quick. As usual, as per usual, uh, beforehand, I think I've only got a half hour today. Do you see that? It's at like almost the hour mark again. <laughs> yes. I, I thought this was going to be a lot shorter than most. Um, we really got to stop doing that. I because... know. <laughs> and, you know, technically, it is shorter than most. We've gone on That's true. much them, longer than an hour on most of these. Yeah, some of them are getting hour and a half mark and whatnot. Yeah. So. But that's cool. Uh, if we go two hours, you know, it's a podcast. You can shut it off, restart it at any time. Uh, so, as always, we'll end this by saying I'm Scott. And I'm Brad. And this is not about us.